What's up, everybody? Welcome to Season 2 of Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Danielle Filardi, a third-year film, television, and media arts major. Danielle discusses her journey to Quinnipiac, her job with the Ed McMahon Center, as well as her experience working at two internships through the QUNLA program. My name is Mike Bachman. I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Welcome to Season 2 of On Common Grounds, a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Chris Rausch. I'm the Dean of the school. And joining me today is Danielle Filardi. Danielle, thank you for joining us. Hi, of course. I'd love to be here. So uh, for those who don't know Danielle, Danielle came all the way from Hamden, Connecticut to a university (laughs) in Hamden, Connecticut. Her father uh, works here at the university. So was there really any other choice? Um, You know what? My my dad was really good about making sure I knew I had an option. However, um, he got the job. He started working at Quinnipiac when I was in sixth grade. So I've, I've known about Quinnipiac for, you know, most of my, if not all of my college searching career. And so I knew I wanted to come here um, because of the program. So I actually didn't apply anywhere else. And in regard to applying to Quinnipiac, I only applied to the three plus one program. So I kind of put all my eggs in one basket, but I knew where I wanted to be, so I was okay with that. Okay. Danielle, can you, can you tell us a little bit about why you wanted to major in film, television, and media arts? What's the interest there? Well, I grew up, obviously, like most kids in America, watching movies, and I um, was also involved in musical theater, and the movies always interested me, and I wanted originally to be an actor when I was little, but I feel like every little girl does. So I was talking to my older sister, Nicole, who graduated already um, in biomedical science uh, when I was trying to decide what I was going to major in. And she said, well, you're always on your phone. Do something with that. And I said, you know what? You're right. And so I looked into the School of Communications and I thought that the film, TV, and media arts major was the most appealing to me, and I had the most interest in that specific major, and I could see myself working in that type of industry. So that's the big reason why I chose it. So if not an actor, what is kind of like the career goal? Do you want to be a director? Do you want to be a producer? What's the what's the interest? Well, I've, I've switched around now that I've been to school for I'm going into my third year of the three plus one program so I have switched around what I want to do a couple times and I am not so passionate I've found out about producing and directing though I do enjoy it when I do it in class and when I can in the studio outside of class I have found an interest in editing and being behind a camera more so the goal, hopefully in the future, currently, is to work 
for a sports agency like ESPN or NFL Films filming for them or editing, um, but what exactly, I haven't exactly put my finger on it yet. How has working at our Ed McMahon uh, studio helped you kind of formulate that decision? Well, I think there's been so many different aspects of working at the Ed McMahon Center that have helped me formulate the decision. The best and probably most prominent aspect of that is the people who I'm surrounded with, uh, Jessica Orser, Pete Sumby, Michael Schleif, the people and professors at Quinnipiac who I have grown to know more intimately through working for the school as well have given me not only the opportunity to expand on what I know, but also they've opened up their own passion for filming and teaching and watching students grow, which has inspired me in many ways to narrow down what I want to do and be more excited in general about going to class when I know I'm possibly going to make something that they're going to grade or they're going to look at and give me feedback on constructive criticism, anything like that. I think the open houses as well, uh, getting to talk to potential incoming freshmen and their families has been such a wonderful experience because I normally don't get the opportunity to have a sit down conversation or stand up conversation with incoming students as to why I chose the school and why I love it there, and why I can't see myself anywhere else, and why I think that they should come. So, so many different aspects about working there, and just being in that type of environment has helped me pursue my passion a little bit more, but I want to say the main one is just the people that surround me every day while I'm there. And, and if you don't already know this, I mean, everybody there speaks about how passionate and your enthusiasm for working there where does that come from? Well, I think just circling back to my love of the surrounding. I love being in, a, in an environment where I know the people around me, not only my peers, but the advisors and the professors around me. Everybody wants everybody to succeed. And that is not often the case, especially in the world of film. You know, it's a very cutthroat you got to be the best of the best. And yes, there are certain times where you want your project to be the best in the class and you want your passion to shine through to the professor, maybe above the rest of the class. And there is still a competition within yourself of wanting to get better. But the environment of Quinnipiac and the environment of the Ed McMahon Center is so supportive and just so present every time you walk into the building you know say hi to sue i often find myself going down the hallway and standing in between professor Sumby and professor schleif's office and just taking a deep breath so they both notice me and they look up and they say all right what's going on and i just completely unload whether it be about film or about school about you know other jobs that i have like nannying they love their students not only as future professionals but also as people so being in that environment it's just hard not to get excited about it speaking of other jobs are you still working at dunkin donuts 
I am not. No, I um, I went to LA last semester, so I did stop. Okay. And as I was in LA, they went through a, a change in management, where um, not that I'm not comfortable going back, but I would just rather find a job that has something to do with my major. If that makes sense. The only reason I mentioned it was because you were known for bringing them coffees from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I, you know, I'm still going to do that, even though I don't work there anymore. I find that I enjoy, you know, giving as my, you know, main act of um, appreciation. I love making little chocolate-covered pretzels for my professors at the end of each semester, just to say thank you. Um, it's kind of how my mom raised me, you know, at the end of every school year, you give your teacher a banana bread or something like that. So, um, you know, during open house weekends and weekends where maybe I'm, I'm not able to be there fully, I, I try to stop in and bring coffee or donuts or, you know, tell the team that I miss them. <laughs> so you mentioned LA, you participated in our QU in LA program last spring before it got shut down because of the pandemic and you had two internships. I did. In LA. Tell us about those internships and how you got them. So I originally had one and Lila Carney um, says that, you know, she always pushes for people to get two. Um, But towards the end of December, when the deadline was coming up, I didn't really have two internships. I was a little bit nervous because I thought I would have too much free time, which is, you know, every three plus one students, you know, want free time, just work, work, work. But, um, I had one internship at Jig Reel Studios in Los Angeles, and that internship I was so, so fortunate to get. Um, it was a smaller type of company, very, very hands-on. My instructor, his name is Justin, he was the CEO and owner of Jig Reel. He was very open about the fact that he knew I was in college and I was there to learn. And so he was going to give me any opportunity possible, whether that be editing, looking over a script to see, you know, what I would change, not actually changing the script because they have writers, but looking over a script, printing scripts, talking to the talent, being on set. Um, I was multiple different, I was the slate. I was DP towards the end of my internship, um, which is director of photography. So at Jig Reel, I was really able to get such a concrete understanding of what it's like to work at a studio as a crew member and also as an editor I feel like my editing skills definitely improved after being there and that was my first internship that I got and I believe it was coming home from my going away dinner with my family two days before my flight I got a random call while I was on the phone with a friend from Los Angeles. I said to my friend, hey, I got to go. I'm going to L.A. and the L.A. number is calling me. I should probably pick up, but I don't know who it is. And so I picked up and it was um, my second supervisor, Brittany, calling from Franklin Entertainment, which is a faith-based media production company in Los Angeles on Sunset Boulevard. Um, offering me an intern position there for right under the CEO, um, Devon Franklin, who's an incredible, incredible human. I can't say enough about him. He owns Franklin Entertainment. He's produced movies like Heaven is for Real, 
Miracles from Heaven. Um, he was one of the producers on Karate Kid with Will Smith's son. So he is just so, so talented. And she offered me a position to work there in the office. And that was, I want to say, a little bit less hands-on in terms of editing and all that kind of stuff. But I was able to expand my knowledge in the behind the scenes of producing a movie. Um, so development, doing a whole bunch of different, you know, readings of scripts. And it was very interesting to work in such a professional environment and then go to Jig Reel the next day and work in a more relaxed environment, but still very professional. Um, so I feel like with both my internships combined, I got a very good handle on, you know, what it takes in LA and be there and be involved in the everyday life, really immerse myself in the culture of LA. And it was an experience. I, I would go back a million times. I think it was so fun. Now, when the students had to come home because of the pandemic, were you able to continue those internships remotely? So for Franklin Entertainment, I was able to still read scripts remotely. I would zoom in during um, their staff meetings. But with Jig Reel, because it was so hands-on, I wasn't able to continue that. However, I do think that because I was there for a full, a full two months, a little over two months, I got the majority of what that internship was going to bring me. So I don't feel that I missed out so much. I feel that I flew home March 17th, and my internship would have ended three weeks later. So I don't think I missed out on that much. And I was able to continue working for Franklin Entertainment. Um, and their office on Sunset Boulevard was shut down anyway due to the pandemic. So they were all at home. And so was I. Um, the only plus side, I guess, was I got to sleep in a little bit more because um, their work day started at 10 a.m. my time. So I was, I was all set. <laughs> So do you want to go back to L.A. after graduation? I think I want to stay relatively Northeastern. I okay. think L.A. was very fun in terms of being an intern and being a young adult out there and kind of getting my handle on, you know, living on my own, being so far away from home for the first time because uh, I live in Hamden. I go to school in Hamden, so... Yes, I'm at college, but I live on campus. I'm down the road if I'm feeling ill. So it was my first time really going away for college. And as much as I enjoyed it, I think me being a homebody, it was a little bit too far. Maybe maybe one time zone closer, if that makes sense. But yeah, no, I loved it there. I would go out there and vacation 100%. I might go out there for another internship for like a season, but I, I probably wouldn't go out there and live there. Okay. So my understanding, uh, Danielle, is that because you're in the three plus one program, you're going to do your master's program in sports journalism. Is that correct? Yes. And does that get back to your, to your ultimate goal, your interest in working for uh, a sports network? Yes. Yeah. I, um, I'm currently in digital essentials. That is my first master's class that I will be taking um, tonight is my first class at 6.30. And um, other sports classes I'm taking are sports broadcast, 
which I'm very excited for. That's with Barry Sachs and um, sports PR with uh, Professor Obstin. So I'm, I had both those classes yesterday and I'm so excited. Um, granted, we really only read over the syllabus, but just having a, an understanding of what I'm going to be studying this semester is so exciting and I couldn't be happier with where I am academically and at my school. I, I love it here. Excellent. Uh, last question for you. How are you adjusting to uh, the pandemic and kind of our high flex uh, model for class delivery? So I don't find it that difficult. I feel that it might be harder for say a nursing student to adapt to this type of platform. But as someone who is more or less required to be on her laptop during class or outside of class doing homework, I don't find it that difficult. I think it will be interesting once we're all on campus come September 1st and um, to see how the environment will change. Um, but knowing the School of Communications, I don't think the environment or, you know, the vibes within the school will change that much. Um, we're a very welcoming and talkative environment. I, I want to say the hardest part will be the six feet apart from everyone. Um, and I feel like that will be a bit of an adjustment. But currently, being online for the first two weeks, I don't find it that difficult. And I haven't really had any problems with the Zoom platform so far. So, yeah, I feel like this is going to be an interesting semester, but I don't think my academic experience will change that much in terms of quality, just because, yes, our classes are online, but they're not online classes, if that makes sense. Um, it's not like I'm logging on and I complete modules at my own pace. Like, I'm still talking to a professor. I could still answer questions and communicate with classmates, which I find the most important and enriching part of my education. Um, and that's not gone. Yeah. So, so I think it'll be good. Good. Well, I can't wait for you to get back to see uh, the adjustments that they've done in the McMahon Center. There are some new uh, 4K editing suites back where Mike and Pete's offices used to be. I am very excited. <laughs> All right, Danielle, I appreciate you joining us on this episode of Uncommon Grounds. Thanks for, thanks for talking with us. Of course. Thank you so much. That was Chris Rausch interviewing Danielle Filardi, a third-year film, television, and media arts major. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. 
On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Zara Ziegerman, a senior studying advertising and integrated communications. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information and media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends. We'll catch you next time.